Reading the Kingdom, episode 100, Arrowhead West and Allegiant East. We are here, episode 100. It's profound. It's exciting. It's it's groundbreaking for us, at least. Coach, how are you feeling? We made it, man. We made it to 100. I think it's uh, I think it's awesome. And I will say this: before we get into the football, we're right. You know, where this is Thanksgiving week. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for yes. you. I'm thankful. Love it. Thankful for you, dog. And uh, you know, being friends twenty plus years, twenty five years, call it, and yeah, probably about 25, 27 years, right? And uh, actually, you're in kindergarten when you're like six. Yeah, so, so we're almost like, in that thirty range. We're almost That's in wild. that thirty range, man. Um, and That's deep. Uh, that's deep. It's very deep, dude. Um, and uh, yeah, so just incredible to make it to 100 episodes. Let's continue for shoot for 200, 150, whatever. We're, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep rocking and uh, still bring you that sick Raider Chief content. Only one in existence, as far as I know. Only one, man. So, and what's fitting for episode 100 is that in the rarest of occasions where, not so much for you, but for me, where there's been a victory for both of us. Yes. So we can both celebrate on the show, but you had a very exciting weekend. So let's just hear a little tidbit from your weekend and then you, you give a, us the a rest. A little, little tidbit for our coach baiting so fun. Zerohead West. Zerohead West, I guess, is also a Legion Stadium. But here we go. Got a couple bitch ass Charger fans over here. No big deal. No big deal. You know what? As a coach, we all know that he is a welcoming individual. He love and respects everybody. We're going to go get this dub. T. Kelsey, baby, all day. That was Coach live in L.A. at SoFi Stadium heckling some Charger fans, rocking his 87 Travis Kelsey jersey. Mm-hmm. You were there for the game. Week I, 11, let's hear it. Yeah, I was there, man. It was, uh, you know, I tried to give you guys the best con- content I could. Uh, incredible game. <laughs> Obviously, um, you know, I uh, I spoke the T. Kelsey man beautiful into existence and he obviously had another Travis Kelsey-esque dominant game but I will say this so for I'd say for Raiders fans uh for Chiefs fans for really any fan of this podcast for whatever team you you root for and you go to SoFi Stadium whether it's the Chargers or it's the Rams get that tailgate pass Um, tailgate pass the tailgate pass you know once you buy tickets they'll send you emails and stuff um, and it's like a hundred dollars. It's three hours before the game, but all the food you can eat, all the drinks you can drink, you know, if you're someone who drinks, obviously, um, you know, beer, wine, top shelf, liquor, sodas, all that stuff, a hundred percent worth it. Um, obviously a lot of people that go out there travel, so, you know, they don't necessarily have a car to tailgate perfect, perfect way to, uh, to, to spend a couple hours. And, you know, there was a ton of cheese fans there and, uh, you know, throw on some like bills fans and Vikings fans, which he was embarrassed the Vikings fan that was there was very, Oh yeah, I bet. Um, very brutal. He was, he was, he was drinking heavily, which I can't blame him for, but, uh, what would you say the mix was chargers fans, the cheese fans? I'd say the mix, um, was pr- honestly, man, it's probably 60, 60% Chiefs fans, 40% Chargers fans. Um, wow. Chiefs, as Chiefs expected. Jo- yeah, actually, actually yeah, it's, it's better just- numbers for the Chargers fans than I expected. But, yeah. But um, uh, Chiefs Kingdom travels well, unfortunately, as I know. We really do. We really do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the stadium experience is incredible. Um, you know, Arrow, Arrowhead, uh, 
the real Arrowhead, not Arrowhead West, is obviously just a special um, place to anyone who's who's a Chiefs fan, and just the atmosphere there is unmatched, and uh, like quality of stadium, and like obviously SoFi is brand new within the last five years. It's incredible, and uh, it's it's one of those things you just got to kind of see to believe, man. This, it's 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 nuts. Uh, they did an incredible job building that stadium, and me saying that, and everyone knowing my feelings on Stan Kroenke, isn't necessarily easy to say. He didn't build it himself, but he funded it. Great stadium, hundred percent worth going out to LA to see uh, your team play. It's just you got to do it once. You got to do it once. Uh, but onto the game. So obviously, an incredible game. Another uh, vintage tra- uh, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes game. Uh, you know, the defense stepped up big, um, was a back and forth game, the entire game. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously ultimately the, the chiefs pulled it out. They gave us too much time to, uh, to, you know, like it was funny. I I was obviously next to some charger fans, next to some chiefs fans. It was a, it was a pretty good mix of where I was and you could just look at the charger fans that what's the word that are realistic about things. And you just looked into their eyes and you could just tell that they knew that there was a very good chance that they were going to lose this game. Right. Cause they were minute, what up by four, a minute, a minute, four, 48 to go minute, minute 48, 48 go. minute 48 or minute 46. One of those two. Um, and more than 13 uh, seconds, more than 13 seconds. Right. So the, the bills fans know about that, but, um, Incredible, you know, Kelsey, you know, drives down the field, has another just, you know, two-minute drill, fourth quarter, primetime football. This is why you got to stay up late. There's people on the East Coast. I know it's not easy. Um, We obviously record stuff, but seeing that live was just amazing. Um, You know, Isaiah Pacheco had a great game. He had over 100 yards. You know, Kelsey obviously had 115 yards. Nick Bolton was just an absolute monster. I think 14 tackles. Uh, interception, a game tying, a game ceiling interception. He also had a pretty bad um, penalty too, unsportsmanlike contact penalty. But you know what? We'll forgive him for that. And uh, again, incredible game. Everyone came to play, uh, and uh, the Fonz was there. And oh, uh, was he? The Fonz was there. Yeah, the Fonz is a huge Henry Winkler. Is a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. I'm about to sneeze, so hold on. And there we go. And uh, but yeah, just an incredible game. And the the Chiefs just they came to play, and they you know Arrowhead West, man, it's Arrowhead West. And uh, I just it's the first game I've been to this season. You know, I travel. I think it's gonna be my new thing. I want to go to Arrowhead. Uh, maybe do it like every other year. Go to Arrowhead, travel, Arrowhead, travel, Arrowhead, travel. Um, because you know, obviously, it was in I mean, you're, you're in Missouri, so you got. Yeah, it. I was in Missouri. Yeah, so you know, maybe I can do both. Um, just depending on time and and uh, and funds and all that. So keep using that RTK and Geek. But uh, it's exactly. Um, you know, and obviously Tennessee was you know a disaster last year. So glad to redeem myself on the road. Show that I still have some luck. It was the Travis Kelsey jersey? It was the vibe. Hopefully, the videos and stuff uh were were cool and 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 people were able to enjoy that. Uh, but yeah, man, like I, like I said, from, from the start to finish a a great game. And, uh, you know, I feel like the chargers, if they're ever healthy are obviously a very formidable foe, they're formidable foe without some of their key, key guys out there. 
Um, but you know, everyone, I mean, like Sky Moore stepped up huge, made some he big did. plays. Jody Fortson, my boy. That catch was, was ridiculous. That catch, that catch was ridiculous. The more ridiculous thing is how Patrick Mahomes got the ball to him in that little bit of space. Just well, especially just, the corner had he had inside leverage mm-hmm. and he still just snuck it in there right. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yep. And but the uh, fact that they were able to be on the same page of that one is just it, yeah. Incredible. Andy Reid just collects tight ends and he makes them all. I saw Noah Gray was getting involved. Um, you know, you, like the, he's got like the infinity. He's got the infinity gauntlet for tight ends, man. Between Kelsey Gray and and Quartin, it's nuts. Um, it's, out, yeah. it's out of control. Just um, insane. insane. Did you did you want my take on on what I saw? Let's hear it. Um, so same thing. Uh, in the beginning, actually, I thought Kelsey was getting a little frustrated. It seemed like Derwin James, who we kind of know was brought in by the Chargers to take on Travis Kelsey. It's kind of like <laughs> what the Raiders thought Jonathan Abram could do. Um, not not exactly the same player as Derwin James there. So Kelsey did look a little frustrated in the first half. Obviously, they opened it up. He ended the night with six receptions, 115 yards, and three touchdowns. All three touchdowns. Uh, went to your boy, man, beautiful, as you like to call him. Apparently, your jersey was magic. And Mahomes, 20 for 34, 329 yards. It just seems like after this game, it's really solidified that he is the MVP of the National Football League. And I saw Micah Parsons isn't really happy that that's the way it's looking. But this is just the way that, that these things are, are, are probably going to work out. Um Kadiris Tony going out on an injury, definitely disappointing. I know a lot of people started him in fantasy, like, yes, this is the 30-point week we've been waiting for, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, not so much. I don't know. How serious is that injury? Do we know yet? I don't know. Um, I don't think they really released anything. Uh, yeah, but, I haven't seen know, many updates on it. Yeah, we got obviously we've got the Rams this week, so we have a pretty depleted team we're playing. So, again, we'll be ready yeah, to run. so do they. They just released uh, Daryl Henderson today. I saw that. Uh, which is weird. And then I was seeing a lot of hate on Nick Bolton. Um, what's the, the Nick, deal? The Nick Bolton hate is the penalties. He probably had a maybe close to 50 yards in penalties and stuff. People need to get their head out of their ass. Okay. He got Nick, the game winning pick. He, he, He's he a linebacker. Pick. He's a linebacker. They get passionate. Like, you know, I, I like to say that the hit on Herbert, the late hit was kind of bullshit. It is what it is. Football is not what it used to be. Uh, I don't really ten, blame people for those late hits. Like ten, to, ten to years put the ago, brakes when your Mustang is going hundred miles an hour, it's pretty difficult. Ten, 10 years ago, that would have been a joke, but uh, of a penalty, but you know, we're, we're in different times. You got to protect the quarterback. I get it. Uh, the Nick Bolton hate is stupid. It really is. I'm glad that's your take Nick, on it. Because Nick, I, I Nick keep Bolton would have been, like, been one of the. Obviously, we've had some great linebackers come through Kansas City. You know, Derek Johnson and so on. But like, Nick Bolton is a stud. He's a stud. Just shut up. Deal with it. He's gonna he's gonna make some bonehead plays, but he's also gonna make some game changing plays. So, uh, th- this is this is the thing. Everyone is just. Uh, sometimes you just can't make people happy and it's ridiculous be happy about nick bolton okay yeah just be happy about him yeah i've seen people saying when are we going to stop kidding ourselves and say that he's bad um there's that one guy on twitter that that one schmuck on twitter i don't even i'm not gonna even give him a shameless plug because i'm not gonna waste my time looking him up but you're a schmuck dude if you listen to this podcast i think we've been over this before we've talked yeah drop it drop a sound pipe man drop a sound pipe yeah and didn't Um, we or speak pipe and didn't we um wasn't it when we were like right after we talked about Nick Bolton, then like when he played the Raiders, he like picked off yeah. car or he no. did something big. He did something great. Mm-hmm. So 
regardless, um, you know, you guys had some first half issues, kind of got down to the hole a little bit. We anticipated it was going to be a shootout. But once again, Mahomes magic. You know, you had a coach from Waterboy there. Everything kind of aligned. And, uh, you know, the Chargers are still looking good. It's just another um, – it's just more woes in the AFC West. But you guys now 8-2, and two, commanding lead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doesn't seem like you're slowing down anytime soon. It, and if it, you didn't see it, I did just do an NFL Spin Zone article on top three GMs of 2022. Did you see who number one is? Brett Veach. Brett Veach. I, I had to. Brett, I, had I to appreciate do it. that. And apparently we're a little chief biased on this show, which yeah. is news to me. Thanks for the feedback there. But uh, God, I thought your Raiders fans biased. were actually like tough. Dude, and, like, yeah, hardcore. it's wild. They're, they're upset that I acknowledge when the other team wins. I have mm-hmm. to do it. I don't cheer for the Chiefs, but I have right, to acknowledge right. when they win. The, the cool so. thing is like you can go to Costco or Sam's Club and get your tampons in bulk. Um, One other, <laughs> one other thing here. I will say this, and I, I don't want to say I failed, but at the airport, Guess oh, here we go. We did have to bring this up. You had a magical moment. I had a magical moment. Guess who sat across from me? Who was that? Randy Mahomes. This, for mm-hmm. those who don't know, is Patrick Mahomes' mother. Um, those of you who do know anything about me, say, I mean, Lisa Wilson, right? Right. After what Zach has done, if you get you don't be associated with that. Yeah, I can't be associated with that. You know what? I'm, I'm moving yeah. on. Randy Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. It'd be awkward for me to be your stepfather, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Free Adidas. <laughs> it is what it is. But she she was she was cool. I didn't make it awkward as I'm making it as awkward as I can on this podcast right now. Um, but uh, super cool. But good good peoples and uh, and you thanked her right. I thanked her. I thanked her for the birth of the uh, the chosen one, Patrick uh, Levon Mahomes. So that is That's all a I got. Way to do it. Let's hear about your Raiders. Finally, some good news for once. Fake to Jacobs. Carr loads up. Adams is open. Walk-off touchdown. A sweep of the Broncos for Las Vegas. I mean, that right there was just music to my ears. Uh, My youngest son asked if he could put on his Devontae jersey right before overtime started. And I... Obviously obliged, hoping it would help because uh, I really didn't think they had it in them. As you know, you picked the Raiders to win this week. I picked the Broncos because I'm a hater of my own team. But to be honest, when they tied it up for overtime, I really didn't even think that uh, they were going to be able to pull it together for overtime. So overtime throwing win. Raiders win 22-16. to They have not lost to the Broncos since 2019. So we swept them the last three seasons. Um you know, uh, so in that clip, Raiders get the ball first. Derek Carr hits Devontae for a 30-plus yard touchdown in the end zone. He jukes Pat Sertain out of his socks, which was magical, and uh, pretty much shifts sides of the field, um, which looked like kind of a like a deep out route, and he switched to the corner. And I think the next-gen stats that he created, 11.8 yards of separation, something to that effect. It was beautiful, um, and I lost my mind after it happened. I was glad I watched it live, and no one texted me like right before it happened or something. Um, the defense stepped up big time in this game, mainly Max Crosby. He had himself a night. Two sacks, two tackles for loss, three QB hits. He had a forced fumble on Melvin Gordon, who is now uh, not on the Broncos anymore, and he blocked a field goal. So Mad Max just did it all. So big, big props to the defense. I don't say that often. And then Derek Carr, the offense, 
I had tweeted this out that I'm going to blame them if they lose this game because they just look stale. The defense continued to give them opportunities. They didn't capitalize. Uh, Carr was 22 for 37, two touchdowns, uh, no interceptions. He hasn't thrown a picker in a while, knock on wood. Uh, Josh Jacobs was the only running back uh, that was active, really. Um, He had 24 carries, 109 yards, the 20-plus rule dude. Another 50 yards receiving. He had a huge... Uh, like 40-yard reception that set, well, catch and run that set them up for the game tying field goal after they blew all three opportunities in the red zone to win the game. And then Devontae, um, seven receptions, 13 targets, 141 yards, two touchdowns. One was the game winner. He really just annihilated Pat Sertain uh, on Sunday, and it was a pleasure to see because I anticipated Sertain picking off Carr or some bad stuff happening. Carr did kind of look out of sync, out of rhythm with some guys in the offense, uh, some misses, some drops, some miscommunication, especially with Matt Collins, which is weird because the two of them have been connecting pretty well. The McDaniels play calling. Coach, give me like an example of a play that you would call. Say that, say it's third and 15, third and 25. What, what kind of play do you think you would run if you okay. were Josh McDaniels? If I was Josh McDaniels, I would probably go, hmm. Are we winning or are we losing? Mm, since the Raiders will say you're losing. We're Third losing. and 25. Because Josh McDaniels does the opposite of everything you should do. <laughs> so you're, yeah, I you're my mind would is going. probably. Hmm. I'm going to hand the ball off, dude. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do a, yeah, do a running play. Do so a running he basically, play. Do so, uh, yeah, I formation. There we go. A little ISO. Um, so what he did was call a screen to Amir Abdullah, genius, which I think netted about a yard, if that. I don't know why he does this on third and long, but he keeps calling screens to Amir Abdullah or um, the other running back that they brought in from the Pats. I'm blanking on his name. But regardless, uh, I just don't want to see it anymore. I'm so tired of it. You have if you Mac Collins can take the deep shots. Devontae, obviously. Uh, Foster Moreau has been stepping up in Darren Waller's place, who's still an IR. Uh, I just don't understand the play calling. But you know what? Things aligned, and it worked out. The The rest of the defense does need to step up. They, they did have 10 QB hits total, which was a relief. Two sacks from Crosby, as I said. One sack came from Tyler Hall, practice squad linebacker, who had to sub in for some injuries. Um, and uh, Chandler Jones just whiffed on the sack, couldn't get his grips on old Russ there. And uh, Tyler Hall came in, grabbed the sack, and a huge loss. And then Dan Carlson, Legatron, uh, one of I'd say the second best kicker in the league. I won't let him reign over uh, Justin Tucker yet, but he hit a career high fifty-seven yard field goal, beast. Um, but that was it. So it was just great to see a win. I'm not ruling out the whole QB change. I'm not taking my eyes off the draft. I spent the morning watching the Bryce Young LSU game. Uh, before the game started. So normally you like will watch like hype videos or stuff from the week before, but uh, I was watching Bryce Young. So I'm not, you know, I haven't ruled any of that stuff out yet. We're still three and seven. Like the season is still really a wash, but you know, we have the Seahawks this week, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but uh, that's really all I had. I don't know if you had anything else on my boys there. You know, one thing about Bryce Young, I will say this. He's 5'10", 185. He's six feet, 195. Six feet, 195. Yeah, they think he might come in a little under six feet. So they are worried about adding 
bulk to his frame. Um, but CJ Stroud is likely going to go one. So I don't even think that's an option. Um, I, I mean, but, in all, in, f- in full transparency, if I'm the Raiders, I go one more year with Carr and hope that obviously he has a great year. But if he doesn't, Caleb Williams. The issue is that uh, Carr has the out for this this coming season. Oh, that's Otherwise, right. the cap hit is like Aaron Rodgers type cap hit. Um, so we don't want to do that. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's interesting, you know. It, unless you trade him, unless you trade him, which I think he would be a viable trade candidate. You know, the Colts love their veteran QB. So, so yeah, I saw the, um, I saw both the uh, the Redskins and the uh, possibly like the Jets now as 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 uh, as possible candidates to go get uh, Carr, which would be, you know, I think Derek Carr in New York with some of those weapons and. Having a, he says he's just he home he won't. I don't know if he has a no trade clause. I don't think he does. I don't think he has one. Otherwise, we would be talking about this. But he said he doesn't want to be anything other than a Raider. But I know he's not done playing, and I wouldn't blame him. I, I don't think he could be done playing. He's still playing at a very high level, and he's only thirty two. Yeah. So uh, he's knows? a rich, rich man, but he, he I wouldn't give it up just man. yet. Yeah. No. I, the, the, I get the whole. It's cool to be super loyal and stuff, but like. Dude, Emmett Smith played for the Arizona Cardinals. Shit happens. Yeah. So it, Think, uh, things happen. Things happen. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just glad you guys got the win. I kind of got to see that uh, that highlight while I was at the uh, at the tailgate, and there was actually a couple Raiders fans there. Um, being being LA is uh, there's there's a lot there's a lot of Raider fans. So um, that's our origins, dude. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. Glad to so, uh, Raider fans. Yeah. Hey, the, yeah, you don't mess with those ones. Um, so that's that's kind of the wrap up. It was a great win. Sweep the Broncos, sweep the Donkeys, stick them to the last place in AFC West where they belong. And uh, you ready to move on to predictions and a little giveaway announcement? You ready? ready yes, to rock? do it. All right. So before we do our Week Twelve predictions, we did do a kind of a giveaway for our uh, valued listeners and coach and I each drew a name uh, randomly to select that will receive any shirt of their choosing from NFL shop. So if you are listening to this, you hear us call out your name, DM us. If we don't hear from you by the end of the week, we will pick someone else. So you better uh, have your ears perked up. And this is just kind of our way of saying thanks to everyone that supported us. And uh, you know, episode 100. So coach, which name did you pull announce? So I'm going with, uh, and I'm glad I picked him because he is a true, uh, true fan of this podcast is super supportive. Um, you know, has good insight and, uh, love it when he drops those notes on speak pipe. Ladarius Brown, buddy, you are up. So it's Ladarius. Yeah. And this is random and this is random people. So the fact that Ladarius got pulled is, is wild. He has, he's been one of the more active, uh, listeners. He has been. And you know, judging by his profile, he's not a, uh, he's not necessarily a chiefs or Raiders fan, but, uh, he's a fan of the podcast. He's a fan of us. So we are a fan of you, Ladarius. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm not going to give out your Twitter. I will give out your Twitter handles handle. So it's Ladarius L A D a R I U S underscore Brown hit us up, man. It looks like you're a Falcons fan. So we'll, we'll get to you. A Falcon, send you a Falcon shirt. shirt. We'll send you a, yeah. we'll get you like an old school Michael Vick shirt. So you can have something to actually enjoy and appreciate. There you go. 
Um, so yeah, good job to Ladaris. And then the one I pulled, of course, was a Raiders fan, and it is at Esmeralda underscore V E E username E. That's it, E. So uh, Esmeralda underscore V E E. You are the winner. I expect you will pick a Raider shirt because I do see that uh, you're very active on Twitter, supporting your Raiders. You seem like you have a level head. I haven't seen too many crazy uh, F this, F that, fire him, trade him uh, erratic stuff. So congrats, and uh, we'll be sending you whatever shirt you want from NFL Shop. So to Ladarius and E, uh, thank you guys for participating, and there will be more giveaways in the future as this becomes more lucrative. Uh, and now we're going to get into our week 12 predictions and we had a good week last week. We did have a few differentiating picks, but they balance each other out where both of us ended up going 11 for 14. That's pretty good, especially with a weird week with a a couple of those games there. So coach, uh, we have a stacked Thanksgiving slot. I'm going to let you start it off the 1230 game. What a blessing of three games on Thanksgiving, uh, bills and lions. Tough one. Bills and Lions. Hmm. Hmm. That's a real brain teaser. I'm going to eat some kneecaps, bro. I'm going with Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Let's go. Wow, you are. Wow. You know what? I gave Dan, I apologize. I gave up on you as far as coach of the year. Lions are rocking and rolling, dude. We're getting this dub. Wow. So I'm going to go with the Bills. I think consistency has kind of been the name of my pick. So even though this is very much capable, they put the beat down on the Giants, which I think you called last week. I think I picked the Giants last week. Um, actually, did you? I don't know. We'll have to check. But regardless, uh, I'm going to go Bills. You're going to go Lions. We differentiate on the first one. It's all good. Next one, I don't think we'll we'll have a difference of opinion. We have the Giants versus the Cowboys at 430 Eastern time. I'm going to go with them boys. That was a legendary beatdown on the Vikings, which I did not see coming because I picked the Vikings to win. Wow. But much like Steve Young says is that they they never really consistently play – what's the word? They're not super consistent in the way they they play. It's like – I think neither of those teams are. Both of them, Vikings and Cowboys, Mm -hmm. are kind of up and down and Mm -hmm. a little bit all over the place. Are you going with – are you going with the boys? Are you going with the blue? Brian Dayball was pissed. I'm going to go Giants. I'm going I'm wow. to say Giants, man. I'm just trying to. Ooh, yeah. Hey, I mean, if you're feeling it, and it paid off last week, you were 11 for 14. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is this is a wild week we have. Um, but, yeah. All right. So, next one for you is Patriots and Vikings. Patriots Vikings in Minnesota. Minnesota, uh, the Vikings will bounce back. Uh, okay, I, I we agree on this one. Yeah, we agree on that one. Yeah, Patriots put up three points against the Jets. And while everyone's hating on Zach Wilson, you should also hate on Mac Jones because that was bad on both sides of the ball. So their defenses were great. Offenses, not so much. Question. Next, we, yes. What What did we decide on whoever wins the season pick them challenge? Is it a shirt? The other one gets the other guy a shirt? Is that what we're doing? Because we do shirts for the games. I feel like we should do something else for this. To be de- well, maybe we'll set up. Yeah, to be determined. We'll brainstorm. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I meant to do the update for week 12, but I'll do for the start of week 13, we'll do a grand total and see where we're at. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's come up with something. All right. Uh, Sunday, one o'clock. Who's this on? Mine. Uh, Broncos and Panthers. 
the Panthers are trotting out Sam Darnold. Uh, Baker Mayfield is benched after the zero touchdowns, two interception performance, which if you saw Skip and Shannon, they got heated about about Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't think it's necessary to get that upset over someone that's gonna clearly going to be a career backup from here on out. Uh, so I'm not a Sam Darnold truther, and I'm also not a Russell Wilson truther, but the Broncos defense, unless they're against Devontae Adams, is pretty solid. I'm going to go Broncos over the Panthers. I'm just not not a believer in them at this point. Yeah, Coach? I, I gotta go. I gotta go Broncos too. Um, not necessarily like super confident saying that, but I, I will go. I will go Broncos. Done. You have Bucks and Browns in Cleveland. Bucks, same here. Uh, when is the Deshaun Watson return? Thirteen. Week thirteen. Yep. Yeah, I'm probably not going to adjust my bets too much even after that. Ravens and Jags, I'm going Ravens. I kind of wish they were a little more successful against the Panthers. There were some weather conditions, Lamar coming off a bye maybe. Uh, But I'm going to go Ravens over the Jags. How about you? Ravens. Ravens. Consistent. Yep. Uh, This one, tricky one for you. Dolphins and Texans. Trap game for sure. Say that again. Dolphins and Texans. Oh, trap game, yeah. Uh, long, <laughs> long neck. No, uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be. Didn't really they say bad. they might? Didn't they say they might bench Davis Mills? I don't even know who their backup is. Trevor Simeon, either. Somebody. I don't know. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, I also am gonna go Dolphins. Next, you have. Ooh, I'm curious what you're gonna do in this one. Bears and Jets. Bears. The Bears. Um, well, it Justin depends. Fields is day to day. Justin Fields is day to day. Yeah, because um, he's so good. I, you know what? We really don't know who's going to be starting for the Jets. My bet is it's going to be Michael White, and I'm going to take the Jets. You think? Yep. I'm with you. I'm going to take the Jets as well. And not because I think even if Zach Wilson plays, he's going to bounce back. I think the team will bounce back. They got the young talent. They got Robert Sala, who I think is is great guy for the driver's seat. Bears, I'm just – I could do a whole show on how sick I am of the Justin Fields hype. Um, keeps throwing these game-losing interceptions, throws a pick six, says, I'll never do that again in my whole career. You're just not an accurate thrower of the football. But if you say that, people get upset and they call you some nasty names because Justin Fields is apparently the next Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson incarnate. So watch out. I'm going to go Jets as well. Next, Bengals and Titans. I'm going to go Joey Cool, whatever they call him. Joe Cool. Joe Cool. I'm going to go with him. Uh, I'm just not I'm just not a big Ryan Tannehill guy. Love Derrick Henry, but their offense just needs a little bit more than that. And I think uh, Joey B is kind of like last year. You're starting to find a stride now late late in the season. Tannehill looked damn good last week. He did with that. The Packers giving him a beautiful pocket to work out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go Titans. Are you? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to switch Just it because up because of week. how they how they did against the the pack. Yeah, the former kings of the north. Yeah, oh, they are former kings of the north. That's for sure. Next, you have Falcons and Commanders, a real brain buster. Commanders, man. Commanders. Yeah. Tyler Haneke is gonna get another pair of Jays, man. I like that. I think that's a cool tradition. I wish I had the money to do that. Me too, man. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone hadn't seen that, he buys a pair of Jordans that has the colors of the opponent that he just beat. It's like his scalps, yep. but in Jordans. 
So good for him. And uh, yeah, he's officially taken over uh, Carson Wentz. So that's also pretty neat. Um, next, we have the Chargers and Cardinals. Chargers. What's your take on this one? Chargers? Chargers. You know, it, it is like the winning percentage with like uh, Cliff Kingsbury in the beginning of the season to like the second half is like, it's unbelievable. Cliff Kingsbury will be a college coach next year. You know, he just got an extension, even though he just got, I, I just, I don't, I don't see how you can keep him. It's not I guess, good. I guess, I'm wondering I guess what Steve Kimes run is going to run out, run out. I don't know. I mean, you think he was already on thin ice after the, the DUI and, and such, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, I'm going to join you though. I'm going to go Chargers as well. Uh, I do think that, uh, Justin Herbert is solid and way more solid than Kyler Murray, who I saw has not played football since the new call of duty came out. I don't know if that's coincidental or not, but I think it's hilarious. And, uh, yep. I'm going chargers next. I'm going to take this one Raiders and Seahawks. Uh, when we did our predictions over the summer, I said unequivocally, the Raiders were going to take this. I'm going to go with Geno Smith. I hate to say it, but I think their offense is more dynamic. I think their defense is going to step up. I just think they have more options at the offensive level, and I don't know which one of our corners is going to be able to take down DK Metcalf, so I think he will have a big day. Um, the, yeah. the size of DK, the speed of Tyler Lockett, uh, the shiftiness, I just I don't think our secondary is talented enough to withstand that. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I'm sorry, Raider Nation, but I have to do it. For episode 100, I can't even pick pick our guys. And I'm not going to be swayed by the Denver win, which I didn't pick. Coach, what are you going with? Oh, man. Pulling at my, my heartstrings here. <laughs> this is one's going to keep you up at night, I can tell. <sighs> my boy, Joel. Um... Joel. Yeah, Raiders. Oh yeah, yeah. You're going Raiders. I'm gonna take the Raiders, man. I you are. Oh yeah. wow, just like last week. Gonna gonna maybe maybe gonna coach is good luck. Maybe this is what we have to do to get you guys to uh, to win. Well, in the long run, it helps you because the further we get away from the draft pick, the less chance we bring Will it's Anderson. Julian, my bad, dude. I don't know why I said Joel. It's a J. I got the J right. It's Julian Raider underscore three oh. Oh yeah, your buddy. Yeah. Your F your team, buddy. Yes. My, my, my bad, dude. 307 Raiders. F me for oh. saying Joel. My bad, Julian. You're good. And the next game I run. So you're going Raiders. I'm going Seahawks because I'm a traitor to my people. Next is you, Rams and Chiefs. Oh, I have man. a feeling I know who you're going to take. We're going to push that shit in, man. Uh, Chiefs are going to dominate the Rams. We don't. Stafford's not playing. Cup's out. Uh, it's going to be bad. Uh, I don't even know who the running back is. Are they going to go back to Cam Akers since Daryl Henderson I is? I don't know. Uh, maybe I did not see them coming. Out. I don't know what. I don't know uh, what they're doing. Chiefs are, are going to dominate this game, and uh, hopefully Tony. Maybe this will be the week that Tony gets <laughs> thirty points or whatever. But uh, yeah, the, the Chiefs will get this win, hundred percent. Yeah, you're going to need someone to come back, whether it's Hardman or Juju or. Tony, someone's got to get back. I saw Corno Powell got trotted out that night, so something's mm -hmm. got to give. And uh, I saw Clyde Edwards is hurt. That doesn't really matter. He's kind of lost his spot. I don't know what he did to Andy Reid, but holy crap. So well, Isaiah Pacheco's in the driver's his ankles, seat now. His ankle's fucked up. It was messed up, excuse me. 
Um, and uh, he is, uh, yeah, he's in not good shape. So, um, but even before that, he wasn't getting the looks or the snaps or, or yeah, anything no, it's kind of crazy. Games. It's kind of crazy that he, he looked great in the beginning of the year. He's fantasy beast too. Yep. Yep. It's uh, yeah. Nature of the beast. All right. Next, uh, you, ha- oh, I'll take it. Saints and 49ers. The 49ers put on a freaking clinic against the Cardinals in Mexico on Monday. So they're probably going to be a little tired, but the Saints, I just can't pick with Andy Dalton at the helm. I do feel bad for Jameis Winston, who is now healthy, but is still not able to, not allowed to start. Uh, he seemed pretty heartbroken about that as well. So even though Jimmy G is still not the guy, I am going to go Niners. Coach? Yeah, Niners, man. You, the Niners are just, they're rocking and rolling. And like I said, they, they, they got all the talent in the world. Jimmy G's doing just enough. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Niners in this game. Um, side note, I thought about this. So you know how they traded the farm to trade up and get Trey Lance and all that. And mm-hmm. that's really not panning out for them. It's right. Actually looking really bad right now. Think about if they just sent one of those first over to Vegas and took Derek Carr from us. Think about how good their offense would be. Brandon Ayuk, Debo, Kittle. Mm-hmm. It's pr- in a better, way better O-line than what he's working behind right now. Better run game. Well, Jacobs is pretty great. Not better run game, but could be interesting. Just saying. So sometimes the answers aren't always in the draft, but just an example that popped in my head. Oh, coach, this one is definitely yours. Packers and Eagles, Sunday night football, Thanksgiving weekend. Packers coming off a loss on the Titans. Eagles coming off a close one to the Colts. Who are you taking? I saw Geronimo Allison is back in town in Green Bay. There's their answer. They don't need Odell Beckham. They got Geronimo. Um, if you even know who that is. Yeah, really, for real. Um, my question is this: Is this it, dude? Is this it for Mister Rogers? Um, he be he be. You know, he's made uh, more money than he's ever going to be able to spend. Um, but is he going to come back next year to this? Just I I just don't know why he's around this dude with garbage. It's just it's it's like as Austin as long as Austin's been a fan of this team, like how you can legitimately say Mercedes Lewis is the only first round skill position player that Aaron Rodgers has ever played with. And Mercedes Lewis wasn't even drafted by the Packers. It's insane. It's 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 literally mind blowing. Um, but we already know they're not going to pick a first round receiver next year for him. So I he should I just bounce. Um, yeah, they can't cut him. We had this discussion in our text thread. But uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. Long story short, Eagles. I could see this being a weird game that the Eagles lose, kind of like how they lost to the Commanders. And that was also in prime time. But I think I'm going to have to give it to the Eagles. Go Pack Go is no Pack No. Despite an ugly loss to the Cowboys, who the Packers did beat, but there's kind of a weird rivalry thing there. Kirk Cousins is sitting on the Iron Throne, and he's very comfortable. So I'm going to go Eagles over the Packers. Sorry, Austin. And then, Coach, you're going to wrap it up with Monday Night Football, Steelers, and Colts. Steelers and Colts. At one point, this would have been a really good game. Uh, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Steelers. 
Um, I think it'll be a close game, but I think they're really playing for uh, Mike Tomlin. He's never finished under 500 in his whole career. So um, they got some work they need to do, but I will take the Steelers reluctantly. It's going to be a, it's going to be a battle of not great quarterbacks, but um, it's going to be whose defense can step up more. And I think the Steelers will. I'm with you. And I also saw there was just a lot of really close calls with uh, specifically um, Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. I think if those two kind of just work in their chemistry, maybe a little bit more, we could start seeing a little bit more points on the board. So they were kind of closer than I expected them to be last week. And I think they'll pull it together against the Colts. TJ Watt is back. That has to rejuvenate your team. And, you know, he's a freak. That pick he had uh, last weekend was just outstanding. So that is the end of our picks. We were 11 for 14 last week. I would like to see us improve even more. And uh, because it's episode 100, we have to do our send it awards. We haven't done it in a while. We give it to a team, person, place, thing, whatever, uh, that uh, we think has earned a little shout out, whether good or bad. So I'm going to give up mine first because I feel like it. I'm going to give the Remove the C award to Zach Wilson. This kid has been getting dragged since the minute that game was over on Sunday. And ESPN, especially Dan Orlovsky, who is a big fan of our show, I'm sure, I think, I hope, uh, saying that he should take the C off of his chest, him or somebody else on ESPN said that. But it, he basically was insinuating that that Zach Wilson doesn't know the playbook. That um, And then especially the whole clip of him saying, no, he did not let the defense down uh, by only scoring three points on Sunday against the Patriots is not going over well with the general public or the sports media world. So remove the C award to Zach Wilson. Good luck, pal. Uh, but right now, everyone does not like you, which is funny because everyone loved you a week ago when you guys beat the Bills. So uh, Zach Wilson, sorry, dude. Coach, who's your award for? So actually, you uh, that's a really good transition. So I'm going to give the... You're unbelievable oh to the uh, Buffalo Bills fans. You know, uh, it was kind of crazy. You know, the game got canceled, obviously, in Buffalo, with like eight feet of snow, seven feet of snow. And uh, all these fans, like, helped dig out the players, whether – That was outstanding. Yeah, shovels, snow blow. I, I don't think you could shovel seven, foot of, seven feet of snow. You couldn't pay me to do that. Um, and uh, they got the players out. They got them to Detroit. They showed up in Detroit. They had a good time. The – I think the Chiefs and the Bills, we have a healthy rivalry, right? We have two amazing quarterbacks. One's better than the other one, and we know who that is. But <laughs> nonetheless, um, an incredible fan base that is so passionate. You know, and it was, it's been a couple years now, but I was at uh, a Bills-Chiefs game. This is this is Ryan, Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick Bills, not Josh wow. Allen Bills. Uh, but they still show up. They still show out. They are an absolutely great fan base, had some beers, had some deer brats with them, and they are legit good peoples. And, you know, they always contribute to charity and, and are just a great fan base. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll be seeing them again in the AFC Championship game. I don't know. But shout out to the uh, to the Bills for just really being an incredible fan base and, and doing literally whatever they have to do for their team. It's, it's incredible. Um, definitely. Yeah. Uh, that was something that, that popped out. I mean, they always do that. They rally around their team, their players, et cetera. It's just pretty impressive to see. Um, 
Bills Bills Mafia does not disappoint. Although when I went up there for a game and we lost, all the Raiders fans left before the game ended, which I don't like doing. But then I was surrounded by the Mafia on my way out, um, leaving, what is it called, Ralph Wilson Stadium. And I saw videos later online of like me and my buddy leaving, and they're just like all waving and yelling at us, like, bye, go home, have a safe trip. And like, there was hundreds of them like yelling at us. No one was throwing anything, but there were some words being said that I won't repeat around my children. So, um, yeah, interesting time. But I, I can appreciate any fandom that's loyal like that. They've been through some rough times, and right now they're trying to get out of that. So, we'll see. But uh, that was episode 100. Help support us. Use our promo code RTK, which helps you on SeatGeek get $20 off your first order. And uh, just tune in, subscribe, rate, review, five stars, por favor. And uh, Coach, do you have anything for the people before we sign off? Again, just like I I said earlier, but I really want to wish everybody a uh, happy Thanksgiving. Be thankful. Um, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a rough year for some of us and, uh, you know, to everyone out there, just go out there, enjoy the time with your family, friends, and, uh, be grateful, man. Thank you for being part of, uh, raiding the kingdom. Yes. Episode 100, big one, but we'll see you guys next week. More content in week 13.